My friend, I want you to know that every step that you're taking, it matters. And the behaviors that you are choosing and employing into your life matter. And your children are learning from you, from what you do, far more than what we tell them. I wish that wasn't always the case. But I know that every step that you've made in putting yourself and your health and your wellness as a priority, it matters. So you want to make an impact. You're thinking about starting a business, sharing your voice. How do women do it that handle motherhood, family, and still chase after those dreams? We'll listen each week as we dive into the stories of women who know. This is Call Me CEO. Welcome back, everyone, to the final episode of Call Me CEO for the year 2021. You will not believe this, but I, maybe you will believe this. I am recording from my car. I have been running kids around all day and just dropped my son off with some friends to do a little crazy after Christmas shopping, get out of the house. And I made a promise to myself that I would make an episode live every single week. And this week is no different. I'm recording it a little differently. I'm modifying how I'm delivering this to you, but I hope that you'll take just this quick moment for yourself to reflect on this year and reflect on what you can do to make this next year better than ever. Okay, you may be thinking better than ever. That won't be too hard. 2021 has been a beast of a year. I don't know if you agree with that, but man, 2020 was hard. 2021 was pretty close, if not harder for us personally as a family. We had a lot of mental health to deal with within our family and our children. We had a new job. We had the launching of a course with my virtual assistant program, which I love doing, but it was hard. It was hard doing it the first time. And then on top of that, of course, we had the pandemic and broken bones and life. Life happened. And today I want to talk about goal setting and setting expectations for ourselves going into the new year and thinking about a finish line. The last couple of episodes, I talked about running a marathon and what that might look like. And in this episode, I want you to think about the life that you want to achieve in an incremental way. Something where you're considering your capacity, but you're also considering how much of an improvement you want to make today, this week, next week, this year. Because anytime you are reaching towards a goal, it is fair to assume that that goal can change. It is fair to assume that that finish line can adjust. And it is also fair to know that your goals and your finish lines will change names, directions, and ideals. That's how life goes. These are three steps to helping you discover a goal that is a good one for you, that makes sense to you. And I want you to think about these sequentially. And this is a really quick practice, but of course, behind the scenes, meditating on this, pondering upon this, praying about this is something that you can do on your own speed and time. Number one, you want to find a goal that is within reach. We don't set out as a runner, let's continue that analogy, with the idea that we're going to run a marathon in one day. Now, with my sister, it may seem that way. She did have her own methodology for that. 
And I want you to think about how it is that you can get to a goal in a sequential, attainable way. Many times you'll hear about goals that are smart being those that are measurable, attainable, and also those that you can schedule with time. And I think that that applies here, but with this first step, making it so that you are creating baby steps towards that big step. So if you're wanting to run that marathon, maybe it isn't getting out and running a mile on the first day. Perhaps it's putting your shoes on on the first day. The next day, it's walking down the block. The third step is walking a mile and then running a half mile, a walk-run method. For me, the best goals I've ever achieved have been ones that I have made easy to complete, that have an incentive behind completing them, or a dis, is disincentive a word? I don't even know if that's a word, but something that makes the bad choice harder. Where I gained this technique is with step number two, with Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits is a book by James Clear. I read it three times this year, and I loved his analogy of making systems for your habits. Because once you have picked that goal, you want to set up a system that makes that goal really easy. Something you don't have to think about, something that you set up a system so that getting to that goal is easier. So for example, maybe your goal is to take vitamins daily. Instead of having that arbitrary goal somewhere like, oh, I want to take, I want to be healthier. I want to take my vitamins. You want to set up a system so that you do something attached to a habit you already have. So for example, it might be that you keep these vitamins next to your toothbrush and your toothpaste. And every day before you brush your teeth, you take those vitamins and you make it a part of your daily habit. You may in the beginning need to set an alarm on your phone. You may in the beginning need to write a note on your mirror, but you want to create a sequence so that taking your vitamins and brushing your teeth is something that you do back to back. One habit that I've formed recently in the last three or four months has been going to Pilates every morning. I've been going six days a week, which before that I hadn't been working out regularly. I mean, maybe a couple times a week, but it wasn't regular. It wasn't a habit as much as this has been. And what I did was I did something attainable that I know that I enjoy doing, but I also made it part of a daily habit. So when I roll out of bed in the morning, I have my Pilates clothes laid out. I have an appointment already set for me to go. And I have made it a habit that it's something I do every single morning. I don't have to make the decision of if I'm going to go or not, which leads me into step number three. Step number three is key for me because I have found when I make myself accountable, either to myself or someone else or to perhaps a gym membership or some kind of reward system, you need to set up accountability so that you can make sure that you are sticking to a goal. This is something where it doesn't have to necessarily be with another person. Maybe it can just be in your own planner that you check mark or an alert in your phone but you want to make that goal 
achievable in a way that it you are rewarded. So for me, I kind of had to trick myself with Pilates and it made me really successful in that is that with the class, I have to pre-register ahead of time. And if I wait too long, I get charged if I cancel it late. So for anyone that you might be held accountable to, I don't know how that looks for you. If you have someone that you can be accountable to, but that has really helped me to not late cancel. And I schedule it in advance so that I have that time scheduled just for me. It's some, it's a time that I know is safe, that it is just mine. There are no other conflicts. So for you, that might be early in the morning, like it is for me, or it could be late at night, or it could be during a nap time or whatever it is, but create a time that you know will not have conflicts. Those three steps make it achievable, make it measurable, and also hard to ignore and have accountability. My friend, I want you to know that every step that you're taking, it matters. And the behaviors that you are choosing and employing into your life matter. And your children are learning from you, from what you do, far more than what we tell them. I wish that wasn't always the case. But I know that every step that you've made in putting yourself and your health and your wellness as a priority, it matters. And I, with all of the interviews I've done this year, time and time again, the most successful people that I have interviewed have employed self-care into their daily routine. They are unapologetic for it. And they know that it is essential to their own happiness, wellness, and their families. Any time that you can invest into that health and wellness of yourself will reflect in your business, in your life, in your total happiness. And I know that is true. I wanted to keep this episode short with respect to your time. I hope you have a wonderful week, a wonderful start to a new year. Every day is a new beginning. I know for a fact that we all have days where we don't quite meet up to where we want to be. But if you are putting one foot in front of the other, if you are making an effort to show up for yourself, you will be a success. I love you. Thank you for supporting the show. I hope you have a wonderful start to a new year and I will see you next week in 2022. I am going to be having new Instagram lives in association with these episodes. So every person that I interview, I will be doing a brief Instagram live that you can tune in on at camillewalker.co on Instagram or call me CEO podcast on Instagram. It will be live from that account and from the person that I am interviewing. So it's going to be a little extra dose of something to learn along the way. I cannot wait to see you next year. Until then. Hey, my friend, thank you for listening to this episode. If you are looking for more resources of how you can connect to your why, please go to camillewalker.co to take the free five-day challenge. If you are interested in possibly creating your own virtual assistant business, I will be starting a new group in February of 2022, and you can get on the wait list to hear all the information on that at camillewalker.co forward slash VA. 
If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate a rating and review wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. Anytime you share this podcast, it is a huge help to me. It means so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I really appreciate you following and subscribing and thank you.